This is Star Wars EU from a certain point of view, where I am retelling Star Wars expanded universe novels from the first-person perspective of key characters. I am starting with Splinter of the Mind's Eye, by Alan Dean Foster, from the point of view, of Luke Skywalker. Chapter 1. I contemplated how beautiful the universe was, and how unfortunate it was that we humans were ruining it with our wars. I thought about everyone the war had taken from me. I wondered what might have become of Ben Kenobi when he disappeared on the Death Star. I thought about the times since he disappeared when I felt like something was following me benevolently. What was clear was that I was no longer a farm boy, but a pilot in the Rebel Alliance, and the hero of the Battle of Yavin. I had no title, but I had no need for one. I was the pilot I had always wanted to be, and I spent my free time wrestling to understand the Force. I snapped out of my wonders and found myself flying my X-Wing fighter across the Circarpus system. R2-D2 let me know the fighter was doing well. We were en route to Circarpus 4, the fourth planet from the star, Circarpus Major, to meet with a budding underground movement. We were escorting Princess Leia. She planned to meet with the chiefs of the movement. I admired her flying a Y-Wing with C-3PO in uniform with me. I found myself admiring her a bit too much, so I snapped myself out of it. I did not agree with sending the princess on dangerous missions, but I had no title, and therefore, no say. However, I knew she would be successful if she made it to the meeting, and it was only my mission to make sure she got there. As we passed Circarpus 5, sometimes called Mim Ban, Leia let me know she was having engine trouble. She was losing control and wanted to stop on Mim Ban to have her engine fixed. I protested the idea because my information tapes did not list a repair station, or even a standby station on Mim Ban. Leia assured me there was a station because she was receiving a signal on her communicator from a directional landing beacon. Suddenly, a puff of gas blew from her Y-wing. She lost lateral controls and curved away from me. I rushed to match her glide path and agreed we would have to land on Mimban. C-3PO protested the emergency landing for fear being stuck on a planet without access to lubricants, but we ignored his concerns. Leia lost her starboard dorsal engine completely and had to cut port dorsal power to balance her guidance systems. I had to cut power to slow with her. I followed her Y-wing as it jerked downward, and I felt an unusual stirring in the force, but I had to focus on Leia. She relayed coordinate information to me, and I spotted something funny in the clouds. The moment we entered troposphere, our ships had an abnormal reaction to the air. It was like an ocean of liquid electricity, and energy erupted from empty air disrupting our instruments. I had to fight my own instrumentation as I passed through the chromatic storm. By the time I reached the end of it, I had lost visual of Leia's Y-wing. I was able to find her on comms, but I could barely make out her words. My overhead panel sparked and spit metal at me, filling my cockpit with fumes. I activated the X-wing's tracker, and it gave me an idea of Leia's course, so I followed it as closely as I could. The surface of Mim Ban rushed up at me, and I saw green swaths interwoven with brown and blue streams. It had to be a swamp, which made it a great place for a crash landing. I wondered about the energy distortions. They made no sense. 
I killed my engines and allowed my fighter to glide down through the last clouds into natural lightning. On the other side of the clouds, the air was thick with rain. I barely had time to pull back my controls before cutting through the tallest trees. I fired my braking rockets, and it must have been a nasty landing, because I lost consciousness. I woke to find my foreport shattered and the cockpit filling with water. The metal overhead was peeled back, and I felt lucky to still have my head. I slipped free of my harness and tried to ignore the pain in my body. R2 ejected from his port and pulled me up and out of the cockpit. From the roof of the X-Wing, I surveyed the surface of Mimban. Part swamp, part jungle, part bog. The X-Wing was not sinking, so I noted that I could probably walk on the surface. I packed up some rations, my father's lightsaber, and a thermal suit, because it was cold outside. Based on the course I had plotted of Leia's descent, I felt she would have crashed ahead of me, so I grabbed a walking stick and continued forward on foot to look for the Y-Wing. R2 followed me. Along the way, I saw a long pale snake slither away. Later, I noticed a stirring in some bushes. Something was moving toward me. A large furry ball with short legs and a tail emerged. When it saw me, it fled. I was comforted that the wildlife on Mimban had proven to be more afraid of me, than I was of it. <laughs>